Before we get into today's show, let's talk about our show sponsor, Remodeler Growth Community. Remodeler Growth Community is a peer-to-peer networking group exclusively for remodelers. For a low monthly fee, you get access to some of the best minds in the industry, life-changing business strategies, and the ability to connect and learn from people who've walked the path you walk. Go to remodelercommunity.com to enroll today. 100% satisfaction guaranteed or your money back, so there's absolutely no risk to you. Go to remodelercommunity.com to enroll today. Welcome to Builder Funnel Radio. Here, you'll learn about how to grow your home building, remodeling, or contracting business. If you're not growing, you're moving backward. So we want you to always be in growth mode. This podcast has really turned into a movement and community of people who want to grow personally and professionally. Here, we bring you some of the best marketing, sales, and business minds in the industry so you can elevate your business. All right, let's dive into the show. Hey, what's up, guys? And welcome back to Builder Funnel Radio. Hope you're doing well today. And uh, today, we're doing a little bit of uh, back to the marketing topics. Wanted to dig into something that's come up in the community a few times, come up on some recent calls. And that is the topic of evergreen content. So in this short episode, we're going to dive into what that actually is, why evergreen content can save you a ton of time, and also how it can explode your website traffic. So we're going to talk about two, two types of evergreen content, and we'll, we'll kind of start by just defining it, which is, what is that? Typically, when we're talking about that, it is referring to content that lives on your website or related content to marketing and sales material. But generally, it's going to be something like a blog post or an ebook or potentially even just some of your core website pages. So you typically would define it as something that that isn't always changing. So something like your process. And that can be something that typically is going to change very, very slowly or not at all. You're going to have the same process for taking a client through a remodeling project versus something like a blog post about 2022 design trends. Like those things are going to change. So that's more timely content, whereas evergreen is something that stands the test of time more so. But we are we are going to talk about why you actually want to update your evergreen content. Another example of that would be uh, like a, an ebook, something that you're going to design and create. And uh, it could be an ebook, could be a checklist, something like that. And then you're going to offer that on your website. So evergreen content doesn't just have to be a blog or or a page on your website. It could be something like that. And basically, when you when you're evaluating, like, is this evergreen content? The the main question is, is this going to be outdated? You know, within a short period of time, six months, a year, um, something like that, or is it going to stand up for a few years? And maybe it needs some light tweaks or some adjustments, but it's generally going to stay the same. So. That's kind of how to think about evergreen content. So as you're building out your website and your blog strategy, you typically want to have a combination of evergreen content, but then also uh, timely content because that stuff is going to be super relevant. Sometimes that can be more appealing in a headline or something like that. But what evergreen content starts to do as you build up this library 
of it is it saves you a ton of time. So let's just think about that process example. You have a, let's say you have a process page on your website, and then you also pair it with a video that walks somebody through the process that you take people through in terms of a remodeling project, and then you embed the video on that page. Well, now that page is working for you all the time on your website. As people hit your site, they can self-educate, right? So now that's saving some time. But then once people get into the sales process, you talk to them on the phone, you set up a meeting, you can now use that again to save you a little bit of time and build in some education. Maybe before the first meeting, you say, hey, it'd be really great if you go review our process. We'll go over this in the meeting but this will give you a lot of context. And now they're going to go watch the video. They're going to read through the page. And so when they come to that meeting, they're much more prepared. They ask better questions. Maybe they have less questions. And you can do an overview of that because they've already consumed that content. So that's just one example of how it can save you time. Obviously, when you look at things, other elements of the process or design or cost, like some of those things are maybe needing to be updated a little bit, but you can still use them in the sales process to save you time. Same with eBooks. Those can be great follow-up material. So maybe you write an eBook and use it as a lead capture device on your website, but then you have a prospect that you met with and they disappeared. And so now you do a follow-up email and you say, hey, I know you're still thinking about this big project. I know you're still researching a little bit. Have you seen our kitchen design guide, and then you can send that. And so this is kind of combining you know, the concept of evergreen content with building a content library. And that library tends to work for you in a very positive fashion in terms of like staying in touch with prospects, staying in touch with leads. You can follow up with a really good excuse. Hey, I have this great resource for you as you're continuing to think about this project. So that's a great way to use evergreen content. Hey guys, I know that if you listen to Builder Funnel Radio, you are hyper aware of the fact that the way people shop and buy, it's changed dramatically over the years. And for the last 10 years, really since I started doing all this, helping my uncle's remodeling division scale up from about 2 million to 10 million, We've been helping remodelers and builders and contractors all over the country really refine their marketing systems. And I recently decided to kind of bottle all of that up into my first book. And that book is called The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. And you can pick up a copy by going to the website, remodelermarketingblueprint.com. You can also search for it on Amazon or wherever books are sold online. But I highly recommend you go over to the website because we've got some cool book bonuses that go along with that if you pick up a few extra copies for your friends and colleagues or your teammates. So it would mean a lot to me if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or even just a few episodes, if you've ever gotten any value out of it, head over to remodelermarketingblueprint.com and snag your copy today. All right, let's get back to the show. Now I kind of want to shift into one, why you should still update your evergreen content, and then also talk about how when you do update it and kind of use this tactic called historical blog optimization, it can actually explode your website traffic. So let's take something like cost. 
Now, you wouldn't think this is evergreen. And it really, I guess if you were to technically define it, like it probably isn't really evergreen, but we're going to kind of make it 80% evergreen. Let's just say that. So you write a blog post on how much it costs to remodel a kitchen in Denver. And you write out that post and you kind of frame it, you know, in terms of, hey, if it's this rough square footage and you're just doing finishes and that sort of thing, you might be on the low end, you know, 20, 30, 40 grand, whatever. If you're blowing out walls, you're reconfiguring the layout, you're doing higher end finishes, like you could be in the several hundred thousand dollar range. And then you kind of like give people a sense of what to expect at the low end, the middle and the high end. And so you kind of break down that post and you say, and maybe the title of the post is, what does it cost to remodel your kitchen in Denver in 2022? So now you've got this post and it's going to sit there and it's going to be relevant for a whole year. And then when the next year rolls around, technically it's probably mostly accurate, but there's probably some costs in there or some ranges that have gone up. But really in terms of like why something's at the low end or why something's at the high end, that information's all the same. So most of this, you really don't have to change, but you're going to go in and maybe now the low end is, you know, 60 instead of 50 grand. And the high end is like, you know, 600 instead of 400 or something like that. So you adjust the numbers, you, you update anything that's kind of out of date, and then you republish it um, with a new title. You know, what does it cost to remodel a kitchen in Denver in 2023? And now this post is going to live on for, for another year. It's still relevant. What happens though, is that this post actually starts to improve its ranking year over year because it's been around for a long time and Google sees that, but then it's also up to date and current and Google sees that and they like both of those things. And so you're actually getting the best of both worlds. And so by just making some minor updates to, you know, quote unquote, evergreen content, you can historically optimize these blogs and you can really start to see your traffic take off in a hurry. So if you're listening to this, just to pull out a couple of action items, one, I would say go through a bunch of your past blogs and see if you have any content that that is mostly evergreen, right? Like, hey, this content's all pretty good, but it's just a little bit, a little bit outdated, or it could use kind of a, you know, beefing up in a couple of areas. Like, those are good pieces to just revisit, put in a little bit of time and effort, and then republish them on your site. And if you if you do that correctly, you can kind of leverage the the eighty twenty rule in your favor. You know, you'll spend a little bit of time and get a lot of output for those posts, and that can be a great action item. And then the other one is just kind of outlining what do you think are um, some evergreen topics that you have not covered that answer questions that cover part of what you do that you can talk about and explain. And then once you've got that content, it lives on forever. People can find it. You can use it in the sales process and follow-up material, all of those types of things. So that that's a good next action item is just building out, like outlining what is the evergreen content that we want to have. And then you can start attacking that list. So that's what I got for you today, guys. Again, what is evergreen content, why you need it, and how it can absolutely explode your website traffic. All right, that's what I got for you today. Have a great day, and we'll see you next time here on Builder Funnel Radio. Thanks again for listening, everybody. And as a quick reminder, text RADIO to 33777 for some free goodies as a thank you for listening to the show. And if you got some value from today's episode, I just ask that you leave us a quick review on iTunes. It really helps us spread the word 
and grow this awesome community of people who are working to improve their lives and their businesses. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on Builder Funnel Radio.